friends, welcome to Womankind. I'm here in episode 31 with Christy Michelle, the founder of Queen City. This is Kelsey Novitz, your host. Queen City is a webzine that showcases women specifically from Buffalo. And Christy's going to tell us just a little bit more about Queen City. So hi, Christy. Welcome. Hello, Kelsey. Thank you for having me. I'm so honored. Thank you for being here. This is so exciting. This is a, definitely a Buffalo-centric episode. Yes. Which I'm pretty excited about. Uh, so... Tell my listeners a little bit about what Queen City is. Sure, yeah, absolutely. So Queen City is, um, it's a webzine, we call it, uh, you know, whatever that means, a lifestyle webzine. Uh, we profile, the, the the focus of our content is um, long-form uh, profile, personality profiles on women in the city of Buffalo. And it's a, it's kind of a look at, it's, it's hard, it, okay, so it's, it's me selfishly wanting to meet new people that are cool, right? So... It's basically women that I have met um, just in my, you know, my my general goings on around town, um, who I just found fascinating, who I didn't have a good excuse to talk to, mm-hmm. uh, people who are in the public sphere who are doing really incredible things for the city or in the city, and as well as people who might be a, a burgeoning artists or more in the underground. Um, machinations of the city. Mm-hmm. So it's, uh, and then we also have content. Um, Featuring some of the the, the staff members, uh, we have two women who recently started their own TV show uh, under the Queen City moniker, which is really fun. And oh, that's so cool! I didn't that know that. Bit. Yeah, yeah, I'm very proud of them. They kind of it was fun too because they, they met through the project through through Queen City, and then they mm-hmm. just kind of paired off and just, just mm-hmm. made this really amazing thing together. And it was like so it was like. One of those, it almost felt like a grandchild in a way, you know oh what I mean? Gosh, yeah, like your baby has right. had a baby. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so when you started, was it just you? Uh, so when I first started, I uh, I called together what I like to call the brain trust. It was Ooh, five women. I like that. Yeah, from, five, from kind of different um, areas of my life. And... I, they all sort of knew each other because, you know, it's Buckler and kind of knows mm-hmm. each other. Um, but no one was really close with each other, except for I was decently close with all of them. Mm-hmm. So I brought them all over to my apartment, and I just kind of pitched them this idea of, hey, and not even asking them if they want to be interested. I just wanted their input as to whether it was cool or not. Oh, okay. Like, I wasn't <laughs> sure if I was just being an old lady and weird, or if it was, like, actually a good idea. So I was like, if you guys all think it's super lame, then I am going to drop this idea mm-hmm. quick because I don't need to be looked at as like you know this like stodgy old you know whatever. I'm trying to I'm trying to stay hip. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so uh, yeah, no. But the girls all thought it was like a pretty cool idea, and they mm-hmm. all wanted to be involved. Mm-hmm. So it worked out that I immediately had a staff. Nice. Which I was like, thank God, because I've done this kind of thing before alone, and it it's not it 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 becomes really lonely and it feels yeah. kind of like you're a, kind of a crazy person. You know what I mean? Yeah. So Yeah, I feel that on <laughs> some level. Yeah, you know, that's, yeah. yeah exactly. Um, <laughs> like you kind of feel like a stalker right. on some level. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So I know that you, you'd be able to sympathize more than mm-hmm. many people when right. I say like, isn't it, wouldn't it be creepy if I was just home alone weirdly like fascinated and you know, <laughs> writing about women, you know, in, in my dark apartment, just like, I like you, I think you're great. It's like, yeesh. So I got luck, I lucked out. I had five super badass women who wanted to like work on this with me. And, um, and we just kind of got to it. And that first night, I think that was in August 2016, I want to mm-hmm. say August, July or August. 
2016, and we soft launched in October. So mm-hmm. we turned some stuff out nice. pretty quickly after that brainstorm session. So that was also really encouraging because it meant that, you know, just we talked about it, but it was actually something people did want to work on. You know, I'll talk right. no action that right. happens yes. too a lot of the times, especially <laughs> with creative projects. And this wasn't the case, so it was like all like all around. It was just um, just blessing on on blessing. So yeah, oh, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I'm assuming that of those five people, there are five people that had some different areas to bring to the table. Um, so talk about that a little bit and some of your offerings of Queen City. Yeah. So yes, you're right. Um, one of the women in particular that I work um, a lot on with some of the we have like. All right, so like I like I was saying earlier, we we focus on primarily long form profile pieces, mm-hmm. um, just a way to tell women's story in a way that's not just you know five hundred words, you know mm-hmm. that kind of is just wrapping up like some event that they're throwing. But mm-hmm. I really wanted to delve into who these people are, where they come from, what they hope to accomplish, where mm-hmm. they think they're going, um, and that's just always been my. Um, my area that I'm most interested in as a writer um and so I just I've always wanted to tell the feature story of people and so that's the that's the the main um crux of mm-hmm. the website but n- since I have so many different people that are in like involved in it they they come to the table with new ideas about especially in the multimedia realm so since we're a digital um, we have a digital format mm-hmm. means we can go in a lot of different ways places we can we can do video content we can do audio content we can um do you know a visual art mm-hmm. things of that nature um one of the people in particular that i have on the cast or the staff i i don't it's it feels like a cast, <laughs> a cast sometimes it really characters. feels like we're making <laughs> yeah <laughs> um is, is a performer in town mm-hmm. she's a comedian shannon don and she's very funny um she does some acting as well and so we work together just randomly on like really like absurdist stuff that we just think is hilarious and it's like real easy to kind of kick off and get out there and on social media or you know whatever um for instance this past christmas we did this like photo stunt um in elmwood village on um what was that black friday yeah the the the, where Mm -hmm. everyone goes shopping yeah so she and a friend of ours dressed up as krampus like in full garb (laughs) i mean horns like uh, like uh, you know the feet and everything the, the goat feet like and we just went around Elmwood Village with uh, all these families were walking around shopping oh and they were just kind of like cutely terrorizing the children mm-hmm. you know and then we were also handing them like oh 50% off at the mm-hmm. store and we, that we were we we're affiliated with 125 Art Collective and a lot of our things and mm-hmm. so we were working with them on this particular stunt but then you know it was like also a photo shoot, and it's also right. like a way to hand out stickers and like kind of communicate with like the you know be out in the community. And yeah, in just a different way. Yeah, exactly. But and where does one find goat hooves? <laughs> <laughs> where <laughs> the proprietor Psycho Cupcake of One Twenty Five Art Club? Okay, <laughs> she she just happens to own some. Okay, <laughs> interesting. Yeah, but you know, and then so you know, I, I got together with another woman who was at the time pursuing her um, family and marriage uh, therapy license. Mm -hmm. And so since uh, the time of Queen City's uh, formation, she has completed her certification, Mm -hmm. and she is now a licensed therapist in love and marriage. And she's been writing our sex and love column for us since the beginning. So it's kind of cool because we have, like, this Dear Abby kind of column, Mm -hmm. but it's, like, with somebody that's in their 20s who's, like, in the scene in the city, 
who like is out working with, you know, like so many different kinds of people. Mm -hmm. And she also is like a sex therapist, you know, sex Mm -hmm. and love therapist and Mm -hmm. relationship therapist. So it it lends legitimacy to it with like, and it still has its edge, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, and again, I was just blessed to to have her want to be a part of this. I mean, I I feel like you could, you could have taken that anywhere, you Mm -hmm. know? And so... For me, that I feel like that's just that's just dumb luck on my part, you know, to get somebody like that, you know, involved in my little, you know, <laughs> stupid idea. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> well, it's not like a little thing anymore. It's pretty big at this point. Yeah, I guess it feels like it, but I never, you know, it's kind of interesting that you say that because I don't, I don't have much of an idea of what it is. Do you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, right. I know what the social media numbers look like, but I don't know. I guess it's cool when people recognize the name when I say mm-hmm. oh yeah I'm also the you know blah 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 Queen City and they go oh wait yeah right. wait my friend blah 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 was on that website mm-hmm. I was like yeah that's the one yeah that's my website you know and it's that's when I know it's kind of like out there because mm-hmm. people who I don't know know about it right which is really 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 cool and I really feel quite honored you mm-hmm. know what I mean like that doesn't feel like something I just assumed would be the case right so yeah you put the stuff out there and my assumption with this, I was like, nobody will ever listen to this except for, like, my mom yeah, and my friends. Right. And then, you know, that's how we connected because, like, we didn't know each other. Exactly. And then you had heard about it. And it just, it is. It's a crazy thing to happen. But yeah. you put it out into the universe and then it's out there. Mm-hmm. And then it's there for whoever is meant to find it to find it. Exactly. Exactly. Well, I kind of want to, I want to visit that story a little bit. Mm-hmm. If you don't, if you want to go there, I'd like to yeah, maybe let's... tell your listenership about how we met in general. Absolutely. Yeah. Do you want to kick it off? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean the way that I, so I've had Christy on my list as someone to contact for, for months now. I think I stumbled upon, and I don't even know, I think it was either on Instagram or Facebook or something where I just kind of stumbled upon Queen City and I looked at it and said, huh, what is this? This is something that's definitely an area of interest for me and it it has a lot of like similarities to womankind. And so you were definitely on my list for someone to contact over the summer when I had more time. And then in the meantime, I go into my email inbox and I have an email from Christy (laughs) where I'm like, I can't believe it. She reached out to me. How did she find me? Because I think you can Oh, I know about all of you. If you're listening, I know about you. No, but that's exactly what happened, too, with me. I, 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 I saw Womankind on, again, I think it was so just a social media mm-hmm. post, and I was like, oh, that looks cool. I checked it out, went over to, like, yeah, whatever it was, the Instagram mm-hmm. or something, and then went and Googled, and, you know, and I think I was telling you when we met, I was like, I kind of feel like she's in Buffalo, but I can't tell right. for sure. I'm right. like, she's got some Buffalo people on her. Like, I looked through the old episodes, and... Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, yeah, I definitely recognize many of these names. You know, not all of them. But mm-hmm. I was like, okay, she seems at least interested in Buffalo, if not mm-hmm. Buffalo-based. Or maybe she's an expat. She lives somewhere else. And she mm-hmm. just how she keeps in touch with people. Like, I had no idea. That's why I was mm-hmm. kind of like, well, I want to know this story. And since I'm a journalist, I'm just going to start asking questions yeah. until she starts answering And me. that's what you did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that was, I mean, that's, I like the age that we're living in because Mm -hmm. it is just so easy to just reach out. And like through this podcast, I've talked to so many people that um, I maybe wouldn't have talked to without it. And like now I'm in a place where I'm like, okay, I'm just going to like cold email this person and see what happens. Exactly. And and a lot of the time it works out. Yeah, that's awesome. And that's good to hear on your part as well because this has been going on for a year? This is about a year and a half. And a half, okay. Yes. That's awesome. That is a long time for things for something to keep 
continuing. Do you well, know what I mean? You. It's there's people who I mean, people will start things all day mm-hmm. long, and you'll look and see where they're you know where the progress mm-hmm. is, is, is is you know come in, and it's like two months later, you're like, where's the where's their new content? It's been right. three weeks, you know, and it's like it's a, it's it's unfortunate, but I think that people get really excited about things, mm-hmm. and then it it maybe doesn't meet their expectations. It's almost like you know weight loss or anything right. like that. Like you're like, what should happen overnight, right? Right. You know, so people give up pretty quickly. And I mean, I think it's really easy to have momentum for something in the beginning, mm-hmm. and you're really excited about it, and you get it going, but then you get into like the trenches of doing it. And, like, with me, like, I run into technical issues pretty often, which I don't know how to fix. Or, you know, I come up on a roadblock where I, like, don't have a guest booked. And, like, things like that would be really easy to say, like, okay, I'm just going to let this go. But Does it ever frustrate you or make you feel really tired? Oh, absolutely. (laughs) Especially the technology aspect, because that is the one part that I just don't, like... I've never done anything like this before. And so if an issue comes up, like a sound issue or something that like doesn't work properly, I don't have the knowledge to say, oh, let me go check this thing and see if that's it. So it's kind of like troubleshooting and... So all this kind of this equipment that we're mm-hmm. so we're looking at two microphones in, mm-hmm. in a laptop and I honestly, and a little mixing board too. Mm-hmm. I have no idea how any of this works. Like, what's I'm like so far removed from this technology, but I feel like I live in the world. But I just, I've just always been like, you know what? I'll just find a guy who can do it. I don't mm-hmm. even want to. <laughs> so I give you a lot of credit for taking it upon yourself to like learn it. And you weren't even from like that wasn't something you had done before. No, that was no not my not audio. my world. No. Wow, that's great. That's I'm more from the world that you're from. Yeah. The writing aspect of it. The the. The idea aspect. Yeah, of it. that's awesome. Well, yeah. kudos, you know, even more so, you know, just mm-hmm. for figuring it out and sticking with it and not letting it frustrate you to just throw it all out the window because that's well, what I would have done by now. Well, thank you. You're but awesome. you have it, you have something going on too that you haven't thrown out the window, and I'm sure you've had moments of frustration or things have come up that you didn't know how to do. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I, you know, I, I it's true, like all the time because mm-hmm. I don't know how to do anything. <laughs> But I am lucky in the sense that, you know, I think with, with um, I guess with, with being somewhere or being in a world, you know, a scene, whatever the case may be, uh, meeting more and more people, getting older, continuing the thread, continuing your networks, like spreading yourself out mm-hmm. more and more and more and meeting more people, you know, uh, you always, you'll start to meet everybody that you need, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So whether that's just for like physical stuff, you know, like, mm-hmm. like I said, tech stuff or... Yeah. Somebody who knows how to build a shelf or fix a car or whatever. Mm-hmm. But also, of course, people that you need just, like, emotionally, mentally. Right. You know what Definitely. I mean? So I'm I just lucky. I just I got old enough that I met enough people that can help me with stuff. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome, though. <laughs> so I do have a question. What? Why Buffalo? And it might just be an easy answer, but why focus on Buffalo? Yeah, so... I was gone for a long time. When I left, when I got out of college in the year 2000, if you want to do the math, um, I moved to Chicago, and I stayed there for 11 years, and I loved it. Um, But I knew it wasn't home. I knew I was coming back to Western New York at some point. I just didn't know exactly when, and uh, something, you know, life changed in a a particular way, and I, you know, moved out to California for a minute, and I was out there, you know, just kind of freelancing and just just really just chilling, just not mm-hmm. being in a job for the first time in 11 years and or more, you know, because I worked all through college too. So I just spent some time just like really 
seriously relaxing. You know what I mean? And it was like a great, great feeling. But then I was like, all right, the money's going to run out. So Mm -hmm. we have to figure out what we're going to do next. That Uh, always does happen. It does happen. (laughs) It really does. Um, And so I knew I was coming back to Western New York then. And that was in early 2012 that I got, finally got back home after 12 years at that point um, of being away. So uh, I moved into the city in the middle part of the year, so June, and um, from there I had to rebuild my life. I didn't know anybody. I had like one good friend um, who lived in Western New York who helped me in the first couple months, but you know, she was starting a family and everything, so I couldn't just rely on her for everything, you know, so I um, I had to figure out who to you know what I mean I need I needed my like little tribe you know and um I was lucky in the sense that I had been doing a lot of work with the com- the, the underground comedy community mm-hmm. in Chicago and I knew a couple people who were a part of that community here in Buffalo every city and town has got a comedy community mm-hmm. much like any kind of art community any kind of like musicians generally find each mm-hmm. other you know that you, so like un- unless you're very very much like a lone wolf like you'll probably find the other people mm-hmm. that are like you especially in art I feel mm-hmm. um so Buffalo has uh, had a little burgeoning you know tiny little comedy tribe and I was good friends with this woman Kristen Becker who is sort of the architect for the comedy scene here in Buffalo and she just brought me around and was like here are your new friends here's your new <laughs> tribe and I was like thank god mm-hmm. hi guys I'm here now help, you know, be my friend, and, uh, and they did, and they were awesome, so I, uh, I just, I was always, like, this, like, proponent for Buffalo, even while I was gone, you know, yeah. I would always tell people about the city, and I would read Buffalo Rising every day, mm-hmm. and just, like, keep my eye on things, and, you know, just wanted to just kind of be a part of it, even if I was far away, and when I got home, I was like, well, now I can really be mm-hmm. a part of this thing, and it was starting to have this groundswell right around 2012, mm-hmm. I think it had started probably a couple years prior, but... It really, that's where, like, when canal sites started taking yeah. off and, like, um, you could tell that more money was being put into infrastructure. You could see that there was, like, cranes going up downtown. Mm-hmm. and Which was such a weird yeah. thing. I never, I remember I had never seen a crane like that until I went abroad. Yeah. And I was like, what are, what are they doing They're over there? I've never seen that before. <laughs> and then I came back and a couple of years later I was like, oh. I guess when cities become real cities, they do this. <laughs> yeah, when somebody puts puts some puts the bill on mm-hmm. some building, you know, it's uh, it's cool. But so that was like, I'd always been a, I, I guess you could say hyper local. Like mm-hmm. I like um, niche things. Mm-hmm. I like being really focused on a small, you know, community or. Um, topic or whatever. So in Chicago, it was very much just focused on the Chicago stand-up comedy like mm-hmm. scene, which was really small at the time. It's huge now. But um, uh, in uh, and then when I got back to Buffalo, you know, the Buffalo comedy scene had gotten very, very small. You know, maybe twelve active people. It was mm-hmm. really. I mean, now it's it's again it's bigger, yeah, much bigger. Um, but I'm always like I I just I guess I I don't know why. I, I would say, yeah, Buffalo because I love Buffalo. So that's an easy answer. Like, mm-hmm. I, yeah, of course, you know, why wouldn't I worry about Buffalo? But mostly because I do like to focus on, like, I like taking a really small segment of something and just, like, really, uh, like, hyper-analyzing it almost mm-hmm. in a way to make it fit in the bigger picture, mm-hmm. to make it relevant to the big picture, to make it a, one of the, the corner pieces of mm-hmm. a puzzle, right? Yeah. So, um, and I don't know that I've necessarily even thought about it that way before, but mm-hmm. it seems to be where I like to live the most. And mm-hmm. so, so Buffalo, you know, when I first, okay, so I guess I'll back up 
real quick. You don't mind if I just ramble. No, right? just keep going. Because <laughs> it's basically what I do. Yeah. I'm okay with that. <laughs> um, so when I was, I was hanging out with the comedians a lot, I was doing um, a lot of fun work with them, producing shows and writing and uh, doing personality profile mm-hmm. pieces on them and, and all that good stuff. But uh, I got to, you know, a few years in, in Buffalo, and I, I hit my, my decade mark, my 10-year mm-hmm. mark of, like, doing work in the comedy world. And I also found that I all of a sudden became older overnight. I didn't know how it happened. It just happened oh, one that's day. That's weird when that yeah, happens. Exactly. <laughs> like, what? And so, you know, kind of go, okay, Christy, you can go one way, you can go another. But, like, if you go this way, this is probably major illness and, you know, whatever in 10 years because mm-hmm. you're not taking care of yourself right now. Mm-hmm. You need to get your shit together, mm-hmm. right? So, sorry about the swearing. No, it's good. But, um,. <laughs> You know, and I and I don't think that hanging out in bars until two o'clock in the morning on a Wednesday is really going to be the thing that helps you with that. You know, <laughs> so you know that's a, that's on me. It's not mm-hmm. a comment. That's on me. Um, but you know, I just say I got to make a lifestyle change a little bit, and unfortunately, I have to let the nightlife mm-hmm. go. You know, I can't. I just can't. I can't be available in the way that this art deserves it. Mm-hmm. I am just. It's a younger person's game. It really just is. So, <clears throat> so, uh, so I, I, I quote unquote resigned. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, which left me kind of lonely again. You know, mm-hmm. I was like, I'm I try. I used to see those guys all the time. Now I don't see nobody. You know, yeah. and um, and I don't have a creative thing either. Because now I used to write about the comedy, and I don't do that anymore. So I'm like, man, that that kind of sucks. So well, I want to still write, and uh, I wonder, I don't know what can I write about though? You know, this is me all you know trying to mm-hmm. work through it, and uh, and I started having this parallel thought about how lucky I felt. Since moving back home, I guess, four, at that point, four mm-hmm. years prior, I had made, like, a lot of girlfriends. Like, like, you know what I mean? Like, I had met a lot of cool women who, like, became good friends of mine, mm-hmm. you know? And that's kind of hard to do as an adult, you know? And I wasn't from here. I mean, technically I am, but, like, no one, you know, I came. I was there was, there was a gap, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah. So I met all these new people, um, a, lot, a lot of them women, from all different, uh, like, arenas. Not, not just comedy, but, like, you know, uh, just business Women, business owners, uh, you know, like cool bartenders, man, mm-hmm. you know, like restaurant, restaurant tours. Like it was just like, wow, Buffalo is like mm-hmm. teeming with bad bitches. Mm-hmm. Like this is great. <laughs> like I was like, and I get to be friends with them. Like how lucky is this life? You know what I mean? And uh, so I was just having that parallel thought, just like one day, and then I was like, and then I was like, oh, man, I wonder what I write about. God, I just really want to write. And I'm like, oh, oh, why did I just write about those bad bitches that I know? You know what I mean? So I was like, that seems like a hello. You know what I mean? Like, um, so I, so then, okay, so I took that thought and I said, yeah, I want to write about the women. I want to write their stories. I want to tell their stories. Um, all right, let me go find the website to go do that with, mm-hmm. you know, because obviously that already exists because everything yeah. already exists, right? <laughs> There's no new original ideas. See, that's where we were different. It's because I was like, I'm the first person to think of this. And you were like, everyone has done this already. <laughs> well, it's, it's funny. It's not, I don't want to say like, oh, I don't have the audacity or something. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's too strong of a word. I just, I just think that maybe, you know, if I come up with an idea, I'm clearly not the smart person. So, like, why would my idea be the, like, the only, like, I'd be the only one to come up with? I would just think, oh, someone else is already, and then they've already done it way better, too. You know what I mean? But it's maybe just such a good idea that had been overlooked that you were the one that was meant to do it, <laughs> basically. Well, what turned, how it turned out was... So after I did a little bit of research and I wanted to, you know, just be a contributor, like, mm-hmm. God, you know, I didn't want to be a 
founder and editor and, you know, <laughs> I just wanted to contribute. So I wanted to hand in my little story, maybe get 25 bucks and be like, all right, cool. So I, got to, I got to go have a cool interview with somebody mm-hmm. and like, you know, got to do my writing, get that off my chest and like move on with my day. Um, and so I'm looking around, looking around. I don't find anything, mm-hmm. you know. And um, nothing that even even remotely made sense mm-hmm. for me to, like, pitch, you know, the idea to. So I, uh, I asked this woman that I knew. She'd been in, she'd been in the media industry in Buffalo for, like, over a decade. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just, you know, I wanted to run it by her. I figure she knows everybody. She, and she's mm-hmm. really, like, big in the food scene as well. So she, like, she's got her hand in, like, a lot of different pots, and everyone knows her. So I'm like, she's going to be the person who will know the answer to this question. And I asked her, I was like, so this is my idea. I'm thinking about a website that focuses predominantly on the women that are doing interesting things in Mm -hmm. Buffalo, New York. Uh, Does it already exist? And she goes, she goes, "Uh, nope. And it effing well should by now or something like that. And I was like, whoa. I I was like, first of all, it doesn't. And I go, secondly, fine. I guess I'll just just do do it. it. Jeez. (laughs) (laughs) All right, universe, you got so, so since then, you know, I, I kind of like, I, I took to it and like, I think it was only because those other girls were interested too mm-hmm. and like really made it a, a tangible in yeah. my life instead of just like this crazy idea that's mm-hmm. like, oh, here's me just like making, making something for myself to do, which almost feels like, are you really that bored? You just have to make up projects for yourself to do. Well, I mean, but, I think any you know, art. Yeah. Can feel like that. Yeah. I guess it can. Mm-hmm. I know. I think I'm kind of a, I'm a little bit of a, um, I'm not like jaded, but I just <laughs> always feel like, oh, whatever. You know what I mean? Like, especially when it comes to my own like stuff, because mm-hmm. I don't want to be too braggadocious, but it's, I don't know. I'm really proud of it though. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You and I really, it's I, I really feel like it's pretty cool. So, so and, now, so you, how long have you been? Doing it for over a year, right? Yeah, two so, years, right? Yeah, almost two. It'll be two years this fall. So, so now, going back to something you said earlier, like, you really like being part of, like, a niche thing and really focusing in. So I'm really interested. What have you learned about powerful women in Buffalo from doing this project? That's like, a great question. I don't know if I have an answer to it. Um, that's an excellent I'm question, I'm forcing though. you to answer that I know, question. as a journalist, I very, very, I respect that question. <laughs> Shit. Um, what did I learn? No, I mean, honestly, it's... it's uh, that's a good question because I guess I've, I guess I've learned that like there is like a seemingly never ending list Mm -hmm. of women doing interesting stuff here. And it's like not, um, and it's all over the board, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And a, and a lot of them have made livings, um, actual livelihoods out of passions Mm -hmm. that they, that they pursued from an idea into an, an actual thing, you know? Uh, and that's been awesome to see. Mm -hmm. And I feel like, Almost everybody's story, uh, or even just people I just meet, and I'm just like asking them about their life and who they are and where they where they come from, basically, because mm-hmm. I, I obnoxiously do that, like <laughs> very casually, like, hey, like it's great to meet you. So anyway, so what's your whole life exactly? Story? Tell me all, <laughs> tell me, tell me everything, tell me all of your stories. <laughs> um, I feed, I feed them. Um, <laughs> um, I, uh, but it's, it just seems like it. Everyone I've met really seems really um, excited about life. Mm-hmm. They're really there. There is a different kind of vibe in Buffalo than there. I mean, now that I've lived in a million different places, mm-hmm. but it just feels like people are authentically themselves here, you mm-hmm. know. And they're not. And what they're working on is stuff they actually care about. And it's not just like, 
oh, I'm just doing it for the credit or for the resume thing, you know, put it mm -hmm. on my resume or build my portfolio, and that's the only reason I'm doing it. It's like, no, they actually legitimately believe mm -hmm. in it. Um, and a lot of them are able to, like, actually manifest it, which is amazing mm -hmm. and really inspiring for me to always constantly be talking to people like that. Like, oh, absolutely. holy crap, like, mm -hmm. wow, what a, what a blessed life, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Just to be able to have those kinds of conversations, get that kind of inspiration, get that kind of energy flowing, you know, instead mm -hmm. of like, it could be completely, I could have a life where I just talk to people about like whatever TV show is on last night, which again, I'm not, you know, nothing again, not, no judgments, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? But like, <laughs> could you imagine? <laughs> like, could you imagine? <laughs> I mean, I talk into a microphone. <laughs> like, I, I make people talk into microphones. So I, you know. <laughs> I know. I think it's cool, though. I really like it. But, yeah, I wonder. I keep, like, harping on this Buffalo thing. And I wonder, because I agree. Like, there are so many women in Buffalo doing amazing things, working on passion projects. And I wonder if there's just an ease, like, not not an ease, but it's easier maybe like financially in some cases to get something like that accomplished in Buffalo versus like a bigger city. Mm -hmm. um, or it's just kind of like, you know, like we, we were talking about, everybody knows each other. It has mm -hmm. this very like small town feel to it. So like building a network is maybe a little bit easier than in a bigger city. Mm -hmm. I just, I wonder, and I don't have any like, I don't know where we can go for like quantifiable evidence of these right. things. That's but, the tough thing about yeah. it because I, I have theories about it and mm -hmm. I think that you're basically on the same track as I yeah. am with regards to that. I think that Buffalo, because it's a smaller city, because the population, um, you know, we're only what, what is it, five square miles or something, the, the whole city, um, it's easy to kind of keep us all contained with each other. Mm -hmm. Um, and so people who gravitate towards certain aspects, certain, whatever, interests or, you know, like, uh, um, let's say people who are interested in advocacy work, you know, people who are interested in like fashion and people mm -hmm. who do, you know, um, you know, do avant-garde, you know, paints, paintings mm -hmm. or whatever, like <clears throat> people who work on the land, you know, farmers and such, urban farmers, those people are all going to find each other. And because it's Buffalo, there's not going to be a huge amount of any one of mm -hmm. that group of people. So um, it's easier to kind of like network within your group mm -hmm. and really like you can you can build coalitions mm -hmm. much easier, I think, in a, when you have a smaller population of people um, just because it's not as spread out. You can mm -hmm. you actually physically can get to each other easier, yeah. right? So... Um, and then we, again, yeah, we're tightening because a lot of people who live here went to high school together, went mm -hmm. to junior, went to elementary school, their, their folks knew each other, mm -hmm. you know, so they grew up in the same block. Mm -hmm. Like that stuff happens a lot in Buffalo that you never hear about in other places, you know, especially big cities. I yeah. mean, big cities are usually transplants, right? So, um, people from all different places, which is also a great way to get like a bunch of energy stirring together, right? right? You know, just like somebody from the Northeast and Southwest, mm -hmm. different country, like. And they're all friends, and they all hang out in the same social circle, mm -hmm. and that, that's something maybe we lose out on, you know, mm -hmm. being here in a, a smaller place. But I don't know. I think, um, but you're right, too. I think there's, like, there's no prep. There's not as much pressure to, for instance, if you're in the show business industry, um, you generally want to be seen or network with people in the industry, mm -hmm. right? That's how people get work, and that's how you get seen. 
uh, don't worry about that here. Mm-hmm. There, ain't no, there ain't nobody here to look at you. So you can really pursue your yeah, art yeah. and your craft and not have Definitely. to worry about like somebody seeing you on a bad night or, right. um, or you know, maybe making a fool out of yourself in public mm-hmm. and like, oh crap, now I'm like on like DMT. Paparazzi. Yeah, yeah like, exactly. We don't have <laughs> so maybe someday. I, don't I know. know, right? Exactly. But I mean, like, so there's like little examples like that. But I don't mm-hmm. think that that's a. It's not. You know, it's not like a cut and dry answer. But mm-hmm. I just. I don't know. I think that smaller cities have a lot of beneficial aspects to them, Mm -hmm. um, as well as, of course, um, drawbacks. But yeah, yeah. So I don't know if that really speaks to what you were saying. Yeah, it's. uh, I mean, yeah, absolutely. That kind of gives me a little bit more background, a little more feedback on that instead of me just like making things up. So just a little validation. I think again, just theories though, because yeah, Yeah. like you said, I think that would actually be something that somebody probably has done a lot of research into and has an answer about. Maybe maybe that research though is not for us. Maybe someone else will do that. Seems boring. (laughs) Whatever. Uh, So let's see. Um, So kind of in the long run here, or maybe in the short one, Mm -hmm. what do you hope um, Queen City will do for Buffalo and we'll do for women in Buffalo. Yeah, uh, good, good question again. Still <laughs> a journalist after my own heart. Um, I really like the idea, and this is like one of those things where I kind of, um, I always sort of thought, well, maybe my work in the comedy community in Chicago in 2005 was actually really beneficial because there are a bunch of those guys that came out of that mm-hmm. scene all have become like they're on television and movies yeah. and stuff now, and not not saying like oh like the things I did for like a story I wrote or whatever made that happen, but mm-hmm. like isn't it kind of neat to think that maybe you were part of it? Like yeah, maybe like me just being nice and paying attention to somebody mm-hmm. like gave them confidence that maybe otherwise they wouldn't have had, mm-hmm. and so maybe they wouldn't have pursued some some opportunity that mm-hmm. like this random, you know, infusion of energy, you know, me just appreciating a joke, mm-hmm. you know, night after night after night, maybe gave him like, hey, maybe I can do this. Maybe yeah. I, you know what I mean? So yeah. now I like to think that maybe, hey, maybe I write about somebody who is just in the beginning stages mm-hmm. of their chapter or their story. And maybe it gives them just enough of a boost that they mm-hmm. continue on, continue their story and they don't give up quite as quickly. You mm-hmm. know, I don't know if that's true or not. Again, it's just a theory, um, and it's kind of a, it's like a little bit, I feel a little, mm-hmm. again, braggadocious, whatever, mm-hmm. but like, I feel like that, there is something to be said about the, the transfer of energy, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it's absolutely really a real thing. So yeah, it's definitely. physically a reality. Mm-hmm. So, uh, that's cool. I, I like the idea of being part of someone's, the beginning, the genesis story of somebody's, mm-hmm. like, whole, you know. The journey. The journey, right. Mm-hmm. So... For, for what it's worth, that's what I like about the project. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I feel like the body of work is the thing I will leave to the world. Um, mm-hmm. So I am really interested in building a really incredible body of work. Mm-hmm. So I'm utilizing this as part of that. Um, and uh, let's see. And I do hope that some of the women that I met because of it or that work on it with me now, that I've become really good friends with over the course of the last two years, are able to u- utilize the platform for their own projects and for their, again, for their resumes. Like our web designer was a burgeoning design. Like mm-hmm. he really like knew his stuff like way more than I did. But like this project, I was like, this is what I want. See if you can do mm-hmm. it. And he just was able to do it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I let him just at, to his own disposal. Like mm-hmm. figure it out or, don't, or if it doesn't work out, that's okay too. We'll talk about it. 
And so we got to build this great website, like, from scratch. Oh, wow. You know, and uh, and utilize all these things mm-hmm. that he wanted to try out but can't professionally at mm-hmm. the day job because if you screw something up, you're really yeah. in trouble. And if, but if like, it's not what someone asked for, exactly. you can't really do it. Whereas I was like, hey, you can just yeah. do whatever. And, and I so, love the design of your website is so cool. And it awesome? It's awesome. Like, yeah. The pictures with the, and then you like hold the mouse over and then it like brings up the name yeah. it's so yeah. cool and we keep tweaking it too yeah so it's like really fun for me mm-hmm. to like have that like again I can't do anything like that mm-hmm. I can I can do I can work a back end you know I can work mm-hmm. WordPress you know and you know dashboard mm-hmm. everything like that but I can't design or build mm-hmm. you know and this person in my life could and then I was able to say also that here's this huge project that I will mm-hmm. eventually pay you for <laughs> um and uh and, and just but have added like you mm-hmm. utilize whatever skill set you yeah. want to get better with, and you just use this as the mm-hmm. thing. You know what I mean? And so being able to do that for people, like why don't you just use this? I mean, we're all we're all just on the same team, right? Mm-hmm. We all and we want quality, and we want whatever comes out under this name to to be a, of utmost quality and mm-hmm. to be like uh, that's my other thing too. I think when it comes to back to the Buffalo stuff for just a second, mm-hmm. I'm such a fan of Buffalo. I'm such a cheerleader. Um, and I think that there, I think there's a, uh, a really interesting thing on the horizon for this city, for this region, for the Great Lakes, for, I just feel like this is going to be like the epicenter soon, sooner mm-hmm. than we might think, um, because of all that water. But, um, that's a different story. Um, <laughs> I think I'm afraid to ask more questions about that. Yeah. So we're going to so, leave Again, that. I have a lot of theories. <laughs> And I listen to a lot of podcasts. It's like some dope here and there. I I, I have I think about things. So no, um, but no, with Buffalo, I'm just a huge cheerleader. I'm a huge mm-hmm. proponent of the city, the people here, and I want everything that reaches like the that leaves our bubble and reaches like mm-hmm. national or international um, stages to be good, right? Yeah. I want everything that comes out of Buffalo to be good. I want our sports teams to be good. Mm-hmm. I want, yeah, I know they're not, but I want them to be. Yeah. It'd be great if they were. At least our fan base is really fun. Yeah. They true. always get good stories. Yeah, we get about stories. About <laughs> I mean, not me. I'm not Ooh, in those Oh, videos. no, never. No, not you, Kelsey. Uh-uh. Never see you out there in that, uh, parking lot doing anything nefarious whatsoever. Okay. <laughs> Now I have, like, the only thing I want to do this fall is go with you to a tailgating party. Um, oh, man. Yeah. No, but I want, like, I want all of our authors to be incredible. Mm-hmm. People who break free from the comedy scene and go to New York. And everyone, mm-hmm. I want people in New York City to be like, oh, crap, that guy's from Buffalo. You know you, you know yeah. what that means. And be scared. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? We got the best. You know? <laughs> I want all that all the time. So... So for my project, I want to make sure it's really good. You know, mm-hmm. I, I don't I don't think it's perfect or anything. Obviously, there's always things room for improvement. But I don't like like I don't like seeing anybody half-ass anything that comes mm-hmm. out of my city. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So that's that's my city you're repping. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like I get really like like I'm protective. Mm-hmm. So um, so that's where my philosophy comes into like let's just really just concentrate on doing the best job that and we can doing do. It well. might not be like, you know, we're not professionals, so it's not going to be mm-hmm. like all that, you know, on that mm-hmm. level. But, you know, so the girls, I think, have really learned some of that um, or and brought it to the table mm-hmm. as well. But, um, <clears throat> you know, I feel like that might be, you know, an, another intangible thing that mm-hmm. comes out of this whole thing when all is said and done is that maybe there's a, this, we instill this, you know, kind of like this. Like a ethos. standard. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. I like that a lot. So, um, I don't, again, I think I completely lost track of the question. I don't know what the question was, but I feel like <laughs> I we had some about good water and tailgating. I, I don't know. <laughs> well, 
so I think we can move into, unless there's more you want to say about Queen City, I think we can move into the more personal questions. Oh, boy. Okay, so, um, Christy, tell my listeners where they can find Queen City. Absolutely. So we are on the web, uh, the internet, at queencity.com. That's Q-W-E-E-N-C-I-T-Y. And, of course, we have Instagram, Facebook, uh, Twitter, not so much. Eh, We are all just... Kind of think it's boring, but I mean, we have one, but it's hard. I don't have a Twitter. It's, just, it's hard. It's fine. I just feel yeah. like for for what we do, it's not necessarily the way I dis- disseminate information. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it's got its time and place in the landscape of social media. It's just not my thing. Mm-hmm. So we're on there, though. If you add us, we'll you know yeah. be able to add you back and like get get a conversation going if you want to reach out that way. Uh, oh, and that's speaking of email, b b e e, so the animal b. <laughs> At queencity.com. You can reach me directly through that. Uh, and uh, from there, I can get you to whichever girl you need because we all have our, our own co- accounts because I'm super good at uh, website stuff. So figure that one out. I was like, wow, I can add everyone's accounts to this? This is amazing. Cool. <laughs> So that's how you can get in touch with Christy, and do make sure that you check out Queen City because the website is amazing. Thank and you, And if you're from Buffalo, it's like... You know, we've been talking about this Buffalo Pride thing. Yeah. It's so good for that. But if you're not from Buffalo, check it out even more. Yeah, Because you'll word. see all the amazing things that are going on here. I love that. That's cool. Um, yeah. We forgot to talk about one thing that I was intrigued by, the, the TV thing. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just talk a so little bit about that. we just released episode two of the Queen of Cups, and it is a, a little talk show that Afira and Ashera do. Um, they are two girls that did not know each other before they started working on Queen City, and now they do. Cool. And with that is pretty cool for me. Um, they're both really interested in pagan um, stuff and, and witchcraft, you know, the modern mm-hmm. witchcraft, uh, mostly like being in touch with like nature and spiritualism and stuff like that. So they get together once a month on the new moon and talk about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, we, their first episode that we released, they got like, uh, I saw, personally saw at least two letters that were written to oh, our website, cool. like to the email mm-hmm. address on the website that were just like, this was awesome. Like, I'm really excited to like see people like me talking about the things mm-hmm. I'm into. Cause they're young, you know, they're both in their mid to late twenties. Mm-hmm. Um, they're both artists. Uh, like I said, Ashera also does the, um, love and relationship uh, oh, okay. advice column. She's a, mm-hmm. a licensed therapist. Um, also one of the most well-known bartenders in the in the underground mm-hmm. Buffalo scene. Um, so, so she, you know, they're both like, <clears throat> and Fiora runs her own business, um, online uh, business she works with. She does consultations for women who are starting their own businesses. She builds her own uh, journals. Uh, she sells under the G- Gypsy Witch Diaries mm-hmm. brand uh, and does all these other cool, like, astrologically mm-hmm. kind of like they're this very interesting, interesting. Yeah, yeah that world is like really fascinating to me because mm-hmm. i don't know much about it same yeah. yeah so when i get to watch them talk about it for half an hour or 40 minutes and they drink like glasses of champagne while i drink <laughs> it, like while i talk it's just adorable and they're it's both so like fun. fabulous looking women so it's like watching them on my screen while i like do my dishes mm-hmm. or whatever and is you it know, like a web series yeah so oh, it's okay. a web series so we're hosting it um on the website obviously but okay. also if you're as post- hosting it on her youtube account which oh, okay. is like Huge. It's like way bigger than like wow, anything because awesome. like she's built like this entire online business. Mm-hmm. So she has this dedicated audience that kind of like she's got legitimacy and credibility in her community of yeah. people before she came up with this yeah. idea. Yeah. Cool. And so now that she wanted to do this with Queen City on her platform, mm-hmm. I was like, that is like a big honor for me because mm-hmm. you already built your thing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. This is not even you 
you trying to utilize Queen City for something. This is like, wow, I could actually benefit from way right. more than you can right. benefit from. You know what I mean? So, uh, and it's really just really fun. I really encourage people to check it out, uh, especially if you're in- interested in um, any kind of paganism, witchcraft, mm-hmm. or just like, you know, they talk about like the cycles of the moon and what that mm-hmm. means to like femininity and like, um, I don't know. It's cool, and they then they they laugh a lot, and mm-hmm. they get a little silly and yeah, a little bit drunk. It's yeah. really fun. Yeah, yeah, it's really fun. So um, that's Queen of Cups, and again, you can find that. We have links all any, mm-hmm. anytime we drop something, it comes out on Instagram, Facebook, and and whatnot. So nice. uh, and as I said, new new moon just passed. I think we just published it last Wednesday. Oh, okay. so the second. I think episode. when I went on Queen City, I saw some like some heading that popped up that was yeah. from that word. Yeah. So check it out. So check it out. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So Christy, let's find out more about you. Okay. All <laughs> um, right. Was there anything, cause I feel like you did give us a little bit of background of like where you lived and things like that. Is there anything else um, that you'd like to share about your personal story? Mm, good question. I guess um, my personal story. So you mean like, not necessarily the body of work, but right. like, like okay. anything additional. Well, I grew up on a farm in Cambria, New York. Does anyone know where Cambria I is? Do. You do. My friend has a house in Wilson. Word. So that's where I went to high school. Oh, okay. Yeah, that cool. was my alma mater. Yep. Nice. The Lakeman Spirit. We have a lake. We have a boat for a mascot. <laughs> um, I did not know that. <laughs> Um, yeah, so, uh, I, I lived out there for, um, you know, until I went to college here at Buff State. That was my, my alma mater. Uh, Me too. College alma mater. That's awesome. We love Buff State. Yeah, I know. That's right. When we were talking that yeah. first time, I was like, wait, you're also from, because you were in the communications program? I was for, like, a hot second. Oh, And then okay. I went to English education. That's right. Well, okay. there were a couple other stops before English education. Yeah. And then I have a literacy degree also from Buff State. Awesome. Yeah. I love Buff State. Um, and I, well, that's what I like about smaller state colleges, um, is because, I don't know if this is true all the time, but I think it is. Uh, they utilize people in the actual working world right. as a professor. So you're mm-hmm. learning from, so for instance, I was in print journalism, so I got to learn from working reporters, mm-hmm. which was amazing, right? Um, <clears throat> and uh, one one woman in particular, I think, got me on this jag that I'm on mm-hmm. currently and I won't get off of ever. <laughs> she, she introduced me to literary nonfiction. Mm-hmm. So that was uh, Truman Capote. Um, he formalized the style <gasps> of writing. In Cold Blood. In great, Cold Blood. Such yeah. a great book. So he was the kind of a architect for mm-hmm. that genre. And ever since then, that's kind of been my fascination. Telling real stories mm-hmm. in, a, in a way that's beautiful, mm-hmm. right? And it's not just like strict uh, mm-hmm. investigative research, which is... Great. And yeah, it, that needed. I mean, in Very Cold Blood needed. is definitely a story. Yeah. And I remember I like read it, like I wanted to finish it. And so I was reading it like into the night. And then I realized it was like the middle of the night. And then I also realized yeah. that I really wanted to know what all the people in the book looked like. So I looked them up, mm. which was a big mistake oh, in the boy. middle of the night. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. like the crime scene photos like all popped up. And I was like, I don't, this is not. How did I get here? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. I know he did such an incredible job, like, telling mm-hmm. that story in such a, you know, now it's not as, like, oh, if he was to write that now, it would be like, oh, yeah, it's just a book, whatever. But I think but because we're used it was, to it now yeah, because of that. Precisely. Yeah. Precisely. At the time, it was like, what is, you know. Right. I was like the one they told that uh, when they did that serial, when they, when, mm-hmm. uh, that, that podcast, that was, mm-hmm. that was really different. Like, and even though podcasting had been around for, like, a decade, mm-hmm. That was the first time anyone had really serialized yeah. a story like that. That was the right? first time I ever listened to a podcast was mm-hmm. when that first one came out. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I wow. didn't really, like, 
know what podcasts were and then everyone was like we're listening and to hey, you had one. and now I have one it's crazy wow <laughs> actually like since that well no since listening to podcasts like like Lady Lovin and like My Favorite Murder that's like where I got the idea that I could also be a podcaster yeah. because it was people just like sitting around and talking with their friends and I was like I could do Maybe that yeah, yeah it doesn't seem so hard oh I gotta figure out tech alright I guess I'll figure that out it's fine worth it yeah um so, oh, yeah, so I guess, uh, I don't remember last time, oh, the farm, whatever. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, like, yeah, my story is, like, kind of, like, my story is basically my body of work, right? It, like, mm-hmm. really describes, like, where mm-hmm. my, my travels, right? So, like, mm-hmm. when I was in Chicago, you know, I, I got, like I said, fell into the comedy scene. And now I could tell you this, like, when I first moved to Chicago, I went with somebody I was dating at the time, mm-hmm. uh, who I ended up marrying, um, mm-hmm. ripe old age of 23. Oh, too Hello. young. And now I look back and I'm like, no, like no one should be getting married at 23. Like it's too young. Like, I'm sorry. I, I know that back in the day, everyone got married at 23 and you had your kids and mm-hmm. that's not the way it works it's anymore. It's a different world. It's a totally different yeah. world. And, and some uh, people still do it and that's It's again, fine. no judgment. I'm yeah. Slight judgment. I'm going to be like, I'm usually going to be like, ah, ugh, why? Mm. Stop. Let's just give it a couple more years, man. Like seriously. Mm. So, you know, I got divorced when I was 27 because, yeah, 23, hello, you know. Perfectly nice guy, but he, I don't, you know, you don't know what you're, you right. don't even know who you are at 23, right. let alone what you're supposed to be doing with life. So, um, you know, so when that happened, I found comedy shortly thereafter, and that's mm-hmm. sort of where it all started. Yeah. Then I started to put my writing to what I'd studied in college mm-hmm. into an actual practice that, like, benefited me in um, utilizing the skill set of uh, uh, not perfecting, but getting better, mm-hmm. you know, like, you know, increasing the skill set, meeting new people, having excuses to talk to people that I wouldn't have an excuse to talk to otherwise, expanding my network, um, finding new people to work on projects with that mm-hmm. became their own thing. Uh, and so, I mean, really it's from there to, till now, I, I could, my life is, is always been, Parallel to my writing, mm-hmm. you know, so um, it's hard to say, oh, and all these other things, because it always ties back to the yeah. body of work. So, yeah, I like that. Yeah, so I mean, and I, like I said, I, I, then I, you know, I told you I came home to Western New York in 2012, and ever since then, it's just been awesome. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I have no, absolutely no regrets that I left Chicago or mm-hmm. I didn't move somewhere else or I didn't try something else out. I'm like, this is absolutely, this is home base. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. 100%. Mm-hmm. Like ab- there's no doubt in my mind. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So it's a, it's a little bit of a tough city for me sometimes just because I am used to being able to be anonymous once in a while mm-hmm. when I go out, especially in a bigger city, you can go out to a different neighborhood that you're not right, used can't to. can't do that here. You really can't, and no. not to not to brag or whatever, but like I, people know me, and I, I'm, I'm sorry. It's probably just because I have a shaved head, and like people remember that. But if you know what I look mm-hmm. like, I have a shaved, bleach blonde head. I can get a drink at a bar once, and they'll remember me the entire mm-hmm. night just because of my stupid head. But like, I not, to, but not to brag, but like that's how it is in Buffalo. If you go out and you're part of a scene, mm-hmm. like you're gonna walk into pretty much any restaurant or bar in town, you'll run into somebody you know. Well, I mean, you know? I've lived here my whole life, like in Buffalo and suburbs of Buffalo, my whole life, and like I've gone to school here, I went to college here, and like you know, I could go to a bar and see someone that I went to kindergarten with. I oh, could go to a crazy. bar and yeah. see someone from like my first minimum wage job. Like you can see people yeah. from every. Like I can see people in the city from every single phase of my life. Oh, see that and would be like uh, my nonsense. I would not be able to handle it. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm used to it at this point, and like my friend 
um, Jen, she was on the very first episode of the show, um, and then reappeared again on the show. Um, she lives in LA, and sometimes when I tell her stories of, like, people that I ran into, she's like, wait, what? You saw someone you knew? Right. And then she has to remember, like, oh, in Buffalo, it's, it's a little different. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So that's the thing about, like, I guess my, you know, fast forward to my current, like, adult life, you know, I'm, I'm still single, um, you know, many a great love. But never a keeper, uh, you know. Love them, love them all though. Uh, no, but I'm single, happy. You know, I'm, I'm living alone, doing my thing. I uh, live in a great new, you know, refurbished loft downtown. I mm-hmm. uh, feel like I've made it. I'm feeling mm-hmm. alright. I got in 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 uh, in unit washer dryer that therefore oh my I've gosh, made you're it. Hashtag exactly. Hashtag so things are okay. I got my I got mm-hmm. a nice uh, new big girl job that I really like. Uh, it's in media, which is interesting. I didn't think I'd ever work in media. I thought that was just mm-hmm. something that I just like would dream about. Not that I'm doing. I'm not writing, but it's still I'm still You're in there. the industry, yep. uh, which is cool. Um, and uh, let's see. Uh, mm, there was a point to all that, and I can't remember. Oh, that was the thing. I think that. I like, um, so 100% Buffalo, all the time, forever, I'm not leaving, uh, unless I go to the countryside, but I'm only going to be 40 mm-hmm. minutes away, if mm-hmm. that, if not, if only a half hour, maybe, but, mm-hmm. you know, you can't just go out and just be, like, a complete fool in public, because <laughs> that can be so fun, though, you know what mm-hmm. I mean, you just can't do it here, you just can't, unless you want to be, like, that person, right? like, oh, there's Christine, you know, you know what she's like, you know what I mean, like, I, I don't, yeah, it'll I be started like... to get that rep when I was, like, you know, five, seven years younger, I don't want to continue down mm-hmm. that path, yeah, so, I get that, for sure, know. and it's, like, and also, like, who the how am I supposed to date here? You know, I'm 40. Mm-hmm. Like, there's nobody left. They're all 25. <laughs> like, and I like them all. They're all. So, mm-hmm. hey, guys. Just so, let you know, I'm an older woman who's single. in the younger <laughs> men because that's all that's left. <laughs> I still am not sure if any men listen to this, so. Yeah, wouldn't it be hey weird guys. if you had, like, this little group of just, like, real lovely nerdy kids that like yeah, kids that meaning 22 23 who are like i'm a real feminist and i want to listen to stuff that's like done locally that would be would so adorable hey guys reach out if you're out there i love that idea us. and then anyone who wants to date christy just uh, <laughs> yeah us. don't even worry about it. i don't even i don't even have any qualifications anymore like it's fine it's really as long as you're like generally and like in a good mood most mm-hmm. of the time Mm-hmm. That's about all I really care about anymore. So, uh. <laughs> I think that we've gone on more tangents in this episode than any other episode. This is what it's like talking to me. I can't even like I, I try. I just you know. I love it. I love it. All right, good. So now I do need to ask you the question okay, okay. of what yes, kind, yes, which yes, is ma'am. what does it mean to be a woman in this year of our Lord, twenty eighteen. <laughs> twenty eighteen. Uh, that is a really good one because I don't know anymore. Mm-hmm. I really like it though. I like that it's kind of this unqual, mm-hmm. like undefined, real gray area to be like anybody. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it's like obviously there's issues that we're still dealing with systemically in society, uh, especially in Western society. That's the only thing I can really speak to because I know that's the only society I belong to. So, mm-hmm. um, but. In general, I feel like there's a lot of more like more ambiguity than before. You know, uh, we're not as kept in boxes anymore. Um, I still feel like there's a struggle. Obviously, there is still a patriarchy, so mm-hmm. we're gonna have to fight against it. You know, but it's not about fighting against. Uh, 
men being in power. It's about anyone being in power mm -hmm. and, and not being an equal distribution of power. That's the issue. It's mm -hmm. not about who's... I mean, if all women were in power all the time, I would be against that too. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? That sounds yeah. like a terrifying existence, actually. I think we're trying to get to a place where there is a multitude of voices instead of just one voice or yeah. one And then how do you experience. prevent all those? Okay, so then, okay, so here's this, here's a new struggle. So mm -hmm. then we get everybody at the table in an equal way, not mm -hmm. in a way where we're allowing them and giving an allowance to this person or this, mm -hmm. you know, this gender or this race or this spiritual thinker or whatever. Like, everybody gets fair play. We're all in this together. We're all part of the human species, right? So everyone's got the... So how do you prevent those people from getting too powerful mm -hmm. or getting too power hungry? You know, once mm -hmm. you have like a little bit of say in something, it feels really good. Yeah. You know, so yeah. it's like, I don't know. So that's a tangent, obviously, because <laughs> they always are with me. Um, no, but being a woman, I really, it's like uh, for me, I don't necessarily even remember sometimes that I'm a woman. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I feel like I feel pretty capable uh, there are some things I can't do that I just go, I can do this. He knows how to do this better. Mm -hmm. Like, really, really, like, me being very sexist. Like, I just bought shelving for my mm -hmm. bathroom. I haven't even looked at the instructions yet, and I just thought, Peter can do it. Like, my neighbor down the hall, Peter mm -hmm. will do it for me. You know what I mean? So, it's like, I still do shit like that. But, like, um, <laughs> and I am going to text him, mm -hmm. and I'm like, can you put the shelving up for me? Uh, you know, the same thing. My little brother's building a car for me. I'm like, yeah. Really? Yeah. That's he's, cool. He's a cool dude. He like can build cars. So he's building <laughs> me a car. Uh, I couldn't do that, nor do I care that I can't do that. He can do it. So, you know, so there's things like that that I'm like, is that like me being like, I should be like, I could do everything. I'm a woman. It's like, nah, I'm just Christy. And Christy's mm -hmm. kind of lazy in a lot of right. ways. Sometimes you know what I mean? You just need someone to do something for you. Yeah. But like, I think in that case, it just happens to be a man that's right. going to do it for yeah. you. Not that it has to be. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It could be Jane could down be the anybody. hall who knows how to build shelves. Yeah. Like, that's, you know. But I, I just feel, uh, yeah, but it's hard. It's, it's a hard question to answer because I don't know. Mm -hmm. I, I do feel like there's a lot more, again, the, the playing field is evened out a lot mm -hmm. in a lot of ways. And in a lot of ways, it definitely has it. Right. But if you look, and I was talking about this with uh, somebody I was on the phone with last night, actually, a good friend of mine in Atlanta. We catch up every few months, and we just started talking about um, about feminism for some reason. And, uh, and it's a man, somebody I used to date, uh, somebody I'm deeply in love with. He won't, he won't return the love. Uh, that's fine, Russ. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm getting real here with Russ. <laughs> I just had to. Just because I think he'll appreciate it, or maybe not. Um, we'll see. There's at least one male listener then, <laughs> Russ. Right. I know, I'm going to make him listen. So anyway, uh, we were talking and it came up in conversation and the thing is, he, you know, and he made the point that I've always, I've always thought as well, at least since the new, the newest wave of feminism has kind of come into, uh, the playing field, mm -hmm. uh, the young, the, the younger generation, mm -hmm. every generation there's a new wave of whatever it is, you mm -hmm. know, um, and so we have a lot of young women who are fighting in a, in a really admirable, you know, in, in great way. Um, but there is a forgetfulness that comes with, especially with, and this is this is for this is from Russ. This isn't my original thought. There's a forgetfulness that comes from there being. You're not giving the way things are happening now in technology. We don't have. Um, the memory we used to, mm -hmm. right? Everything happens more 
faster. Everything's coming mm-hmm. at us more. Uh, we're not like, we're not really, we don't have to remember things because you just look it up real quick. You mm-hmm. know, you don't have, to, people don't have like that longevity of like uh, institutionalized history, memory, yeah, right? So there's a, you know, and this might have started happening in my generation. I'm not saying like, oh, mine was so much better, but like, I feel like there's a forgetfulness that happens like, 50 years ago, how much, how different were things for women, mm-hmm. people of color, for transgender people, for gay people? Like, mm-hmm. how much, only 50 years ago, mm-hmm. that's not a long time. I mean, the other day, my grandma said that she remembers, like, going on vacation to Florida and that there were two separate water fountains, and then someone yelled at her for, like, using the wrong one. Right. Like my that was my grandmother, grandma, yeah, that was like that long not that old, who was just like sitting at the table telling that story, how and she can remember like getting in trouble for using. That's crazy. Yeah, right. That's yeah. like, like when you when you really 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 recognize that mm-hmm. we've done a shit ton of work, mm-hmm. like a shit ton. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. there is no other way to describe how much work has mm-hmm. been done in just fifty years or t- even just twenty years, mm-hmm. for God's sakes. You know, and so I really hope that the younger generation doesn't forget that. You know right. what I mean? It doesn't doesn't mm, try to go about this in a way that doesn't mm-hmm. honor the foundation that's already been laid, that's mm-hmm. strategically been laid mm-hmm. with with the, the in the political atmosphere, in um, in business, in uh, advocacy work. Like these things, people strategically placed mm-hmm. pieces on the board. To make sure these things could start to change systemically, mm-hmm. right? You can't just go out and start um, Twitter shaming everybody who's got a different opinion than you do. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't bring down people in their places of employment when they say something that's controversial to your mm-hmm. thought. Mm-hmm. Um, that's really a slippery slope that yeah, I don't want. That's the, a scary thing that's happening. Really scary. Mm-hmm. And it's just because, you know, yeah, I don't agree with some of these guys' thoughts either. Mm-hmm. But, man, they got a right to stay them, too. You know, and it's just like, Mm -hmm. that's just the way we've built a society is that we're we're trying to give everybody equality, right? Mm -hmm. Equal equal places at the table. We keep Mm -hmm. saying that, don't we? And so you're going to tell somebody that, you know, might have a different thought about, like, you know, I'm not even going to go there with, like, you know, what they might think. But, like, that it's invalid. We've invalidated it without even talking to you about Mm -hmm. why you might think that. You know, what experiences do you come with? Right. That might have informed your opinion. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, there might be some validity to your experiences, Mm -hmm. at least. Maybe not the conclusion you came to, we might Mm -hmm. not find valid, but boy, haven't we all had some experiences that have formulated the way we view the world, our perspective in it? Like, Mm -hmm. so so I just hope that, like, being a woman in 2018 doesn't mean just shuddering everybody, shutting everybody down and saying no and this and that. And, like, I don't think you're going to accomplish what you want to accomplish. I think you're going to have a back and a bad mm-hmm. one. Have you been watching The Handmaid's Tale? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and I'm, like, I'm so scared. <laughs> you know, it's like, and that isn't far off, is the thing. So I get a little bit worried, but you know, here's the thing it's all going to shake out in the mm-hmm. end. Society, humans, they generally tr- usually figure it out. It, exactly. Usually you got to crash and burn for a little while, though. So 
I had two things to say. Now I don't know if I remember them. The one thing, yeah. the, I think you make a really good point about history and people having kind of like a short-term memory about history like recently. And like I'm definitely guilty of it too because I really haven't had that much adversity in my lifetime. Mm-hmm. And it's only as I've gotten a little bit older and kind of read what things were like for people that came before me before I realized like, like oh my gosh, like all these things that I've done in my life, I would not have been able to do them if it were 20 years ago, 30 years ago, 40 years ago. Like, I recently learned that, like, women were not allowed to have credit cards until, like, the 70s. And, like, I always... I don't know why this, like, haunts me so much, but that story of the woman who tried to run the Boston Marathon who recently just ran it again mm-hmm. um, before women were allowed to run. Like, I was a runner in high school, so I just think of you that. You like, even run a marathon she, she because was, of your gender. Right. That's she got crazy. attacked and, like, pushed by the guy who was, like, in charge of the whole marathon. And I talked about so her So these guys were episode. afraid that a woman was going to win the race. So I they think just, like, the just line. said, no, you can't be mm-hmm. in it because you're going to probably win. Right. <laughs> so she ran it again at, like, 77 years old. That's amazing. So good for her. Um, I think her name is Catherine Schweitzer. Or something like that. Um, but yeah, just like all these things that I just have like taken for granted that I've just been able to do in my life yeah. because all of these people have fought for me to be able to do those things. Yeah. So I think it really is important to remember how far we've come, yeah, not just how far we have to go. It's not perfect. I, yeah. I know it's not perfect. I know it's not good for like mm-hmm. a lot of people still. You know what I yeah. mean? Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. 100% know that. Uh, and, and fight for it, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. try to do the, the best work I can, you know? But, man, is it so much better, though. you got to mm-hmm. admit it's so much better. And I don't know if that's just us becoming a more tolerant people, society in general. They say that we have less violence on planet Earth than we did ever. Really? Ever and ever in the history. Wow. But it doesn't feel like it because we right. can see it all. Because we can see it, yeah. yeah. So, but ever in the history of anything, this is the least, this is the least amount of violence this planet's ever seen. That's crazy, right? That is crazy. It doesn't seem like it. Yeah, but um, I, I always ask that question, though. It, like, have things like school shootings and things like that, have they just always been happening, but we didn't have a 24-hour news cycle? That is a good question. You're going to have to do, I'm sure yeah, there is a guy that's written a <laughs> lot someone, of white papers about that. Yeah. Because people are studying the gun issue uh, yeah. for a living. Mm-hmm. There are think tanks for a living that yeah. think about it, and they try and figure it out. Because who knows? I mean, I don't yeah, know. I don't I know really either. don't know. Um, the other thing I was going to say that I forgot, but now I remembered. Um, on last episode, I talked about Brene Brown and um, a lot of her books that she's written about, like, vulnerability and connection and, like, building bridges. And so I last time I talked about how I was reading Braving the Wilderness, I was, like, on chapter one. Now I'm on, like, chapter four. Um, but she <laughs> talks about how... I like it's such a danger that these issues in our society have become just like dichotomous. Like it's either you're for guns or you're against guns. Right. There's no in between. Right. And she talks about how for her, I mean, she grew up in a family like in the Midwest and they were hunters mm-hmm. and now she's a college professor. And so it's kind of like this trajectory where she's like lived in two different worlds and people make a lot of assumptions about her and if she says you know like my family um hunts and they believe in responsible gun ownership people are like wait your family has guns but you're a college professor how dare you and it's it's, to me that doesn't even seem like a they don't even seem like like anti each other do you know what i mean like mm -hmm. that i feel like you can live 
you can live multitudes of universes. Right. You know, it's not, that's like, that's kind of interesting that there's people who think like, oh, if you Mm -hmm. are a college professor, like those two things can never exist together in the same like parallel universe. You know what I mean? Like, but I think we're in this space where people are quick to say like everything's black or white. Which is so crazy. I feel like this is the time more than anything that we've all really blended Mm -hmm. together. I mean, they're getting rid of like the, the, the gender pronouns that we mm-hmm. have always known mm-hmm. that's how blended together we're like becoming mm-hmm. i think it's beautiful and fabulous mm-hmm. you know what i mean so it's surprising that it's still so black and white right in so many ways well i think specifically she's talking about people just like really digging in their heels on yeah political issues making red lines right red lines all over the sand. yeah yeah uh, it's t- it's dangerous, terrible way mm-hmm. to, to see things. Um, mm-hmm. You're never gonna you're never gonna figure out the problem if you mm-hmm. just keep drawing red lines all around your little boxes. Mm-hmm. Ain't nothing gonna get solved that way. Mm-hmm. Sorry, you know what I mean. Like you're just not. I mean, I don't know, man. I was I was listening to somebody uh, recently. I know we gotta wrap up probably. So <laughs> I can just do this all night. Um, but no, I was listening to somebody, this uh, older guy who like makes art, and he has a, like a YouTube stream. I like to watch, mm-hmm. and he's very calm and relaxing. And he was talking recently about you know politics, and he was like, "Hey, man, it's like going to the Super Bowl and." you know, picking the team that ain't playing that day. It's like, mm-hmm. I understand what you're doing. Yeah, the two teams on the field are not your favorite teams. So, but that's not how the rules are. Right. Do you know what I mean? It's not yeah. how the rules work. Mm-hmm. It's like, you're not going to, you're not going to win the game by picking the team that ain't playing. So right. it's like, you know, I, I knew he was talking about third party stuff and I get it and I understand and I, mm-hmm. and I'm not, you know, I'm not trying to be all political right now because I really don't know anything about politics. But, uh, you know, I do know that sometimes if you, you know, need to, affect change you need to you need it there's got to be mm-hmm. something you, you gotta i mean i don't know how else are you gonna talk to these people mm-hmm. you know i mean you can't just like i don't know but i don't know then again I, i'm always in my own universe too <laughs> so i get it <laughs> everyone just live in your own universe why don't we all just parcel off and not ever interact with each other we don't have to use each other for anything ever we don't need any support systems in society oh my gosh um, we don't need you know Doctors, we don't need teachers. Just everyone do your own thing. Then we'll all be happy. Yeah, then we'll be fine. We'll be fine. No, no interaction at all. Um, so, <laughs> are there any other? I feel like we talked about a lot of that. Yeah. Is there any? I feel like I don't. Is there anything else that you want to add about being a woman? Um, no. Okay. <laughs> are we hot? Is this a live mic? <laughs> Imagine if it was. <laughs> it's like, no. Bye. Just leave. You hear the door slam. <laughs> well, I guess I'll tell my story of yes, subversion. And so I'd like is, to hear it. This is just like a quick one today. And um, I know this, this episode is going to come out a couple weeks from now. Um, but this is something that actually happened today on the day that we are recording. Awesome. Um, so it was announced that for the first time ever in its 226-year history... A woman will be the president of the New York Stock Exchange. Awesome. So, yay. Which is running money. <laughs> Got that money. So, and also, a woman is in charge of the NASDAQ as well. So, oh. we have women in charge of both. Ooh, in charge of the money yes. and in charge of the intelligence agency. <laughs> yes. Got a woman in charge mm-hmm. of the central intelligence agency. So, that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. We got, uh, so that's like three pretty high positions of not just, yeah. I mean, that's like structural power. Yeah. Money and, poli- and like 
in like intelligence research and decision, like a lot of decision making power. Yeah, which is awesome. A lot of people beneath them listening mm-hmm. to what they have to say about yeah. things. Absolutely, pretty cool. I so like it. this woman, her name is Stacy Cunningham, and she's the current COO of the Stock Exchange Group. Um, and as of this Friday, she will be the president of the New York Stock Exchange. Um, she started as a clerk on the trading floor in 1996, um, and so she's been working there all that time, kind of like working her way up, and now she will be the president. And as I said, um, there's another woman in charge of the NASDAQ. Her name is Adina Friedman, and she's the CEO of the NASDAQ. So that's pretty cool, two women in charge. Um, and this is just a side note. We talked about this like a year ago on an episode about the statue of Fearless Girl, um, have you seen that statue? Mm-hmm. And yeah. So at that time, we talked a little bit about the controversy of it, of, you know, it was like fun, like a hedge fund, like, funded it and put it there. So I was, like, kind of questioning, really? like, oh, okay. some thought, of the background. I, see, I didn't know. I didn't really um, do any reading. I, I saw that, like, I thought it was, like, an artist that just, like, stalled it overnight. No. Oh, okay. Right, well, that's yeah. still cool, I guess. That's actually, that yeah. actually is what happened with the, the bull that's on Wall Street, is that an artist just installed it. Oh, and they just like, left it? They're like, it's too heavy. Yeah. <laughs> we can't do it. And so, <laughs> it, it, it's been by the, the bull, um, but now they've moved it to the front of the, where the stock exchange is. Oh, and so okay. I feel like that's, it was in all the articles that I read about Stacey Hun- Cunningham today. So I feel like, you know, that's like part of the story. Yeah. Now, is that Fearless Girl is there, and now we have women in charge of both of the stock exchanges, the, cool. ma- the major stock exchanges. So just thought that was a, what a is cool the, story of subversion. Absolutely. What is the it, what is the statue of the girl uh, afraid of now? She's not afraid of the bull. I mean, not afraid of. Um, I guess she's not afraid of anything. It's awesome. I don't know. She's fa- I guess she's facing <laughs> the stock exchange, so I guess she's not afraid of money. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> so I still have. I need to go see her. I haven't seen her. Yeah, but that'd be great. It's cool. Yeah, so that's my story of subversion for this week. Christy, did you awesome. have one, or do you want to? add to that or yeah no I I I, uh, I think I was telling you earlier um, before we started chatting I didn't really do my homework you see and I'm like I'm, I'm bad with like uh, facts like right off the top <laughs> of my head I'm way better at just mostly like a, what I've been doing the rambling so but no this that's really cool because I, I didn't know about that about mm-hmm. Stacey Cunningham so that's mm-hmm. rad it happened today this yeah. is like fresh that's news. great that's awesome yeah. and like I said I, uh, the central intelligence the, the woman was recently I don't know anything about her whatsoever I have no idea who she is or where she mm-hmm. comes from or if she's good or not but um hey man your boy Trump put a woman in the, the head of the central intelligence mm-hmm. agency that's kind of cool I know we all hate him, but that's like at least one thing. I'm, I'm just trying to say, got to see it all from all angles. Got to mm-hmm. see it from all angles. So. Yeah, I don't really know anything about her. I, there, I know there was some controversy because there's controversy with everything. Obviously. I think she was part of something that had something to do with torture at one point in time. Probably. Most but of the like people that work right. for the government have yeah. had a hand in that's how things right. got done a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. So And I mean, this was the early, not gonna find on early 2000s. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. You know. What, right after 911? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wonder why. Why was everyone torturing everybody? <laughs> was it because of the biggest terrorism attack of all time on our soil? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying it's right. But you have to understand why it happened, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like, that's why I get frustrated. We're like, wow, these people. Mm-hmm. The yeah, that's, I just saw a couple headlines that were like, that, but I didn't read the articles. Yeah. So maybe that's on me. Yeah. No, I, I think this whole 
chunk at the end here after Stacey Cunningham can definitely be B-roll <laughs> for the super fans. <laughs> you can cut that. And yeah, just, like, I'll put to that in just like a little marker. Okay, yeah. here, now we have, this is the bloopers. Right, we have the bloopers. exactly, the bloopers. That's um, exactly. All right, so I think we're going to wrap this yeah. show up. So, Christy, tell my listeners again where they can find you Absolutely. and where they can find Queen City. All right, so uh, we are we can be found at queencity.com, Q-W-E-E-N. C-I-T-Y. We took that from the city's nickname, Queen City. They spell it with a U, the way you're supposed to. We spell it with a W. Um, and we're also on Instagram under the same, Queen City, and Facebook, of course. Um, follow the page for updates. And I think that's probably all you were, yeah. And then, oh, the email, B, uh, the animal, B-E-E, at queencity.com. Uh, can I plug something real quick? Yeah, go ahead. Right. Um, so we're doing a little chill, very chill, informal, casual hang sesh on June 9th. It's a Saturday. Uh, everyone's more than welcome to come mm-hmm. on by. It'll be from like 5 o'clock to 10, something like that. We're going to do some grilling. We're going to have some stuff out. Uh, bring champagne and tall boys, you know, all the all the essentials to, all a, right, to a party. So that'll be at 125 Art Collective at 125 Elmwood, just north of Allen Street. Our friends at 125 Art Collective are graciously hosting us for a party. This will be our second party there. And we'll also be sharing the night with artist um, Nixon Page. Uh, so it should be really fun. Um, and like I said, okay, so that that's that. Is there anything else I wanted to tell you guys? Um, and so that event will be, this episode will come out on Monday, and the event will be on Saturday. Perfect. That's awesome. Yes. So, um, but I think, actually, just thank you, Kelsey. Oh, thank this you for amazing. being here. This is so fun. Yeah, no, I love Womankind Podcast. Thank I think you. it's great. I'm really, really, really proud that it's coming out of Buffalo, New York, and that you're Yay. doing it. Um, and it's been awesome getting to know you through yeah, it as well. Yeah, this has been so great. Yeah. And I'm, I'm a proud supporter of Queen City. <laughs> oh, thank you. QW. <laughs> so if you want to get in touch with womankind podcast um you can find us on facebook and instagram at womankind podcast email us at woman or yes at womankind podcast at gmail.com or website um www.womankindpodcast.com so thanks for listening bye friends